Well, well, well. <laughs> well, well, well. We're back. We're back. <laughs> so, you know, interestingly enough, I got a lot of people asking after we did the first podcast, oh, what did you do the podcast in? Do you like this app? And I'm like, yeah, it's dope. I mean, you know, it's like, and it's always, it's, it's always from people who I feel like I, who's, who ask about podcasts like a lot, but I never see them do them. Like, and I'm just like, just do it. Like, let's get it started because I feel like everybody is doing podcasts right now. And I feel like it's just a great way to sort of get your voice out there and, and communicate with audiences in a different way because people like to listen while they're doing other things. Exactly. Yeah, it's like all about multitasking these days. So people listen to them all the time doing random things. Because I do. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And it's kind of like we both have this YouTube, you know, fetish right now. And I feel like it's also, I mean, it's just, it's kind of similar to that. You know, if you find a podcast you like, it's kind of like, okay, like just, you can listen to it every day or every week or whatever you want to do. I know. I'm so obsessed with YouTube. It's, it's becoming a problem. <laughs> okay. So uh, before we get started, tell everybody what you have going on right now, if you have anything new that's coming up. Um, actually, about to, uh, later on today, I'm going to be taping um, new episodes of the talk show that I'm a part of, that you used to be a part of, um, called We Speak, that shoots here in D.C. Um, and, of course, performing every weekend at the Chateau on Saturday and Sunday mornings uh, here in D.C. So. Mm. so you guys are back on Saturdays as well? Well, not yet, but... That's the normal. We will be in at the end of this month. Gotcha. Okay. So everybody can check that out, particularly if you are in D.C. And where can they watch We Speak? It's on D.C. TV. Is that correct? Yeah, it's on D.C. TV. Um, but it's also you can catch the other episodes on YouTube. It's always on YouTube, too. Okay, great. So they can check those out there. And if you go back into the archives long enough, you might see a familiar face. <laughs> oh my God, we used to have so much fun. <laughs> I know, I know. I missed the snacks before the show. Um, <laughs> so, okay, awesome. I am literally right now, like, my biggest things is obviously filming the show every day. Um, Daily Flash, so you guys can follow me at Daily Flash TV. You just follow me on on Instagram at DJ Richie Sky. Um, I'm getting into YouTube now a lot, so I'm I'm honestly I got this new phone, this X Max, this iPhone X Max, and the camera is bananas to me. So I've recently just started shooting my own, you know, sort of like blog style videos and like kind of how tos with for people who want to get into media. So if you guys check out my YouTube channel, it's just uh, DJ Richie's YouTube.com slash DJ Richie Sky. You guys can see those there. I'm still waiting for some of them to upload because the upload from the phone is a little bit slow. So I got to figure out a work a workaround for that. But I think I may start live streaming because I did find a great live streaming app. So we'll see how that works in the coming weeks. But I want to dive right in 
to okay so i just want i want to clarify what we're going to be talking about this week for anybody out there who is new to what we're doing we talk pop culture everything pop culture everything you know bravo related because we have specific shows that we love and three of those shows are actually on right now with a fourth that's about to come on i'm actually expecting the real house of the potomac trailer today um bravo trailers are usually released on tuesdays or thursdays and they're usually released at 4 p.m by people magazine so i'm expecting that real housewives of potomac trailer to come up soon yeah and if you catch it before i do you have to send it to me of course you know that i will yeah i might be on set but i'll catch up but yeah i'm super excited for that and this week was crazy with all the three that we're talking about today like crazy um i want to touch on something real quick because we get we didn't get to talk about it last week um wendy williams is back on her show and so happy we did we didn't get a chance to touch on it because we had, we had so much to talk about last week but have you enjoyed her being back how do you feel about it now that she's back and do you really feel like she addressed her absence Okay, so this is what's so funny. I was waiting to see what she was going to look like, how she was going to act, because, you know, before she left, she was extremely kind of frail and kind of, like, looked very fragile. And she bust through those doors like nothing had ever happened, like she was back. Because I was thinking to myself, because I feel the same way about Ellen right now. I feel like Ellen is sick of doing her show. I feel like Ellen really wants to leave. Ellen's just over it. She's done. She wants to focus on other things. And I was feeling that way about Wendy. I was like, does she still love it? I know she's renewed until 2020, but it doesn't seem like she's having fun anymore. And she came back and I was like, she is having fun again. She's back to her old ways. She's funny again. She does like, I feel like everything's great. But as far as the addressing the, you know, the rumors and all that stuff, I feel like she handled it the way that she always handles things. But I also feel like she, you know, she could not not address it. Like, you know what I mean? That would have been just super weird. She's like, I know what you've been saying. And she didn't deny any of it, but she just basically said, like, we're all good. You know, some people are in open marriages or some people have things going on in their marriage and they're okay with it. And that's fine. I think, you know, we should judge. But um, I think she addressed it. Probably didn't dive as far as a lot of people probably wanted her to, but that's not her way anyway. She doesn't really talk that much about her marriage she talks about everybody else's marriages and that's her job you know yeah i mean i i i i wasn't really thrilled with her kind of response to all of the you know everything that's been said about her marriage but i i'm glad she's back and I did feel like, I feel like she looks good. I mean, but I, I feel like I'm a little, I'm still worried for her because to me, she still seems different slightly. Like, like, like almost like there's like, she has a cl- a little bit of a cloud over her, you know, and I can't really describe it. And it's not like a negative cloud. It's almost like a she's concerned cloud. It's not, it's just, it doesn't feel as, I don't know. I can't really explain it. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep watching it though because I love Wendy Williams. So I'm I'm excited that she's back. But it's just interesting. And sidebar, I don't know if you guys have heard or if you heard, but Sherry Shepard is now getting a 
her own talk show. I guess it's going to be doing like the six week run or something like that. So is Jerry O'Connell. Uh, no, the Jerry O'Connell thing, I'm not really, I'm not surprised about because I feel like he's been gunning for this for quite a while. And he actually had a show on Bravo, something like, I think they called it at first. Yeah. What do they call it? It was something where the guys like review, guys that love Bravo review Bravo shows. Yeah, it was. And I think that there were some like, there was some chaos over it because the title of the show was initially called Real Men Love Bravo. And people had such a big problem with that name. Um, so they changed it to something else that's way less memorable. So I, I really don't know, but congrats to the two. <laughs> right, congrats to the two of them on their potential new shows. Um, so I was going to dive into... I'm going to say this. I was going to go in this order first. I was going to go Real Housewives of um, New York and then Beverly Hills, and then I was going to save Atlanta for last... But I actually want to do, I want to talk about Real Housewives of Atlanta first, because there's been a whole lot that's happened, I think. Yeah. So the first thing is, you know, this past episode was the aftermath of... Closet Gate. Closet Gate, you know. And, but before we got to the aftermath of Closet Gate, everybody knows that they filmed the reunion. And at this point in time, we know that all the looks are out from the reunion. I feel like every. Did, have you seen the looks from the reunion? Okay, so I've seen. Okay, I see Portia, Cynthia. I've seen Shamari, Eva. Eva cut all her hair. Um, I haven't seen Nene. Um. Ah, see, since Portia. Yeah, I haven't seen Nene. Um, okay. But. Yeah. Who gets? Yeah. Who gets your best dress? Um, I really love Eva's cut with the dress. I feel like Candy has worn that before. It seems like Shamari looked pretty. Um, did I say I saw Portia? I don't actually remember Portia's now. Yeah. So I think she wore all black. Yeah, both her and Nini wore all black. Um, Nini, Nini's dress was actually really. I thought it was really nice. It's kind of like a one shoulder type dress situation. And yeah, then the always pretty, but it was just kind of like I mean, you look like the sleeve of uh Nini's dress looked amazing, like the top shoulder part of it. But what I'm always a little bit like not understanding about with Nini is her hair because she had her hair pulled back. And and let me I'm not <laughs> for anybody out there who's listening, I'm not hating on Nini. But when she appeared on Watch What Happened Live last week, her hair was amazing. It was gorgeous, and her hairstylist was the bartender. So my thought was, okay, she's going to kill it with something similar for the reunion, but she just slapped a ponytail, and I was like, no, like, you should have kept that hair that you had the other day. That, like, that was popping. But, so was okay. the dress really ornate? The dress, no, it was just a plain, it was, the, the dress was all black, and it was just, like, straight black. That was it. Um... So Portia's look to me, I mean, she's pregnant, so I kind of give her like, you know, you kind of like just almost say, you know what, girl, it's, it's shout out to her for sitting there at that long, you know, it's like 16 hours, right? Exactly. That's why I was like, you know, just shout out, to you. <laughs> shout out to you for just showing up. Um, you're right. I felt like Candy has worn this dress before. I, I, I feel like 
it, I was like, didn't you win us like a year ago or like yeah. two years ago? I, I don't know. Like it just, it just, I don't know. Um, Shamari looked good, but to me, and Cynthia looked like I did. It didn't really stand out to me. Um, I feel like this is Cynthia's last season. I honestly feel like this is her last season too. I don't know why. Um, you know why? I'll tell you why. Because one, she is, she's um, getting close to Mike, and Mike does not live in Atlanta. He lives in LA. And or is it LA or New York? He lives in LA. LA, right. Okay, so he lives in LA. Um, and, you know, they're planning the life together. But I also feel like her storyline this year was kind of like, eh. You know, I feel like she's kind of running her course. And I don't even think, I don't even know if she wants to continue doing it. Yeah, I mean, I think that was the thing for me mostly with this season. I feel like her storyline has run its course. I, I, I don't know if he said it last week or not, but I just kind of feel like she's you know, been, you know, had the marriage, had the divorce. Now she's, you know, the kid's off to college and she's with a great guy. You know, I just feel like, okay, this is a good send off for her. And she didn't really make a lot of waves this season. Like she wasn't really like conflicting with anybody and her story didn't really pop out to the forefront. So I kind of feel like this might be her last season too. But, um, I think that the best dress at the reunion was Eva. For sure. For sure. She had that leg showing, the hair was all chopped off like we when we first met her on uh, on uh, America's Next Top Model. It's just beautiful. Five yeah. her, her baby is like my dream baby. But um yeah, I just it, it's 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 uh I it's Eva definitely for me. Yeah. And I'm wondering she, if they're going to have like the, 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 the friends to the show, like Marlo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they do. They do. They actually have. It's no green. Yovana, Yovana, Wakanda there. Like, I just use this too much. <laughs> no, Yovana doesn't make it, but uh, both Marlo and Tanya were there, and they both had on like black and like, I think it may have been like black and silvery type tones or black and, I, I don't know what the black and green, I'm not sure what color there was, because you know. <laughs> I mean, it, I, I don't know. The, the, neither one of them like stood out as much to me as... Not even Marlon? No, I, I thought, I felt like both of them would have been the ones to really bring it. And their dresses were both nice, but they... But they, 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 they I mean, they had a Nah, nah. I mean, from what I've seen, Eva definitely brought the house down with her with her thing. But I want to dive into, you know, okay, so it's it's really hard because we know that Nini unfollowed everybody on the cast except for Marlo and Shamari. Shamari, yeah. And apparently, this stems from a couple of things. One, yeah, one being this whole belt situation with Portia. Yeah, okay, so, but the thing is, is Portia didn't want to talk about it because she said, then we, we never gonna talk, like it's gonna ruin our our relationship, you know what I mean? Because of course, I'm guessing, you know, I'm, 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 I'm guessing that she was pulled, you know, because Nene saw red and kind of turned into a different person and Portia's pregnant. So of course that looks bad for Nene. And Nini's probably going to play it like, you know, you guys are trying to make me look bad in front of America, beating up on a pregnant woman. Um, 
But if that's what happened and you were in the moment, you know, thank God Porsche is okay. But, yeah. you know, it, it was just that that is not a good look. <laughs> not a good look at all. And the problem is that, you know, Nene got on her Instagram live and basically was talking about, hey, you know, she was answering people's questions about why she unfollowed everybody. So she said that at the reunion, they talked about the whole they tried to make it, she said that Portia tried to make it seem like she, you know, attacked her while she's pregnant. And Nini was like, well, how could I attack her if I was on the opposite end of the closet from her? But even in the show, you can clearly hear Marlo or somebody something yelling something like she's pregnant. So yes. clearly there was some interaction between Nini and Portia. And we yes. could clearly see Portia fixing her belt in the scene. Yes. And you know what? I think probably in that moment, Nini didn't even think about the fact that she's pregnant, probably even forgot. Because Portia was, at the time, wasn't that big. Right. And I mean, not just that, but also when you're in the moment and you're, you know, angry, whatever, you forget things like that. But Nini has a problem with admitting she's wrong. Yep. So she has a problem admitting she's wrong, even when everyone can see that she's wrong. And it, there's been moments where they've called her out on it with the whole being late thing. Or like when she said Sheree's house was never never landed, it was never going to happen. You know, and they're like, well, it happened, so now what do you have to say? You know, she can never admit that she's wrong. I'm guessing she just doesn't want to admit that she was wrong. Like, I apologize. I was in the moment. I was overly aggressive. You know I would never hurt you. You're my friend, whatever. She can't do that. <laughs> right. So, there's that. And then apparently... Now, you know Nene and Kenya, for whatever reason, have a beef that's been going on offline. Like, we don't, it's not been seen on the show, like, but it's been talked about, like, on social media that, that they have some sort of beef. So, apparently, in the season, at the season finale, Cynthia brings Kenya mm -hmm. on to the show, like, mm -hmm. when they're filming. And I guess she did not tell Nene that. Kenya was coming mm -hmm. and so I guess Nini may have asked her questions about it and anyway in Nini's Instagram story she indicated that Cynthia was a liar and she went off on Cynthia like she called her like all types of names and really? then she said yes it's still it's still a lot I'll send you the link when we're done and she basically says she's a low-down, dirty, liar, devious, uh, all kinds of names. And then she made a mention in a post that there were two weak girls who were in an alliance with Kenya. And everybody's thinking that she's talking about um, Cynthia and Candy who want Kenya to come back on the show. Well, she, you know what? She wants Phaedra to come back. So I'm sure Candy's not happy about that. Well, listen. and I feel like she might be saying that she wants Phaedra to come back so bad because of Candy. You know what? It's interesting to me because I, I, it's interesting that she's advocating so hard for Phaedra right now because at one point in time, you know, just like everybody else, she couldn't, she you know, she couldn't stand her. Now, at the end of the day, I like Nene, so I feel like she's definitely good for the show. Can the show do well without her? Absolutely. But I like her back on the show. However. Mm -hmm. Um, apparently after she made this comment or whatever, some, one of the blogs posted 
that whole IG live that she did ranting about the whole cast. And Cynthia Bailey commented under the thing and just wrote, at Cynthia Bailey Eyewear. (laughs) (laughs) That's so shady. Okay, so you know what? Now Cynthia has to come back next season. Well, you know, I feel like she needs to come back if she's going to be really bad about it because... You know, if you're going to try to go up against Nene, you got to have a backbone. Like, you got to be, you can't waver in that, you know, because Nene is a strong player. So I feel like if Cynthia does come back, she's going to have a lot to prove to both the audience and to, you know, Bravo execs probably because. Yeah, but she's going to need, if she does, she's going to need Kenya. She is. And in my mind, what I think is probably going to happen is they may actually invite Kenya back and they might actually get rid of Cynthia. Which wouldn't make any sense, though, now that... I mean, if you think about it, it kind of does. Well, on the one hand, it kind of does. Because Kenya may not have Cynthia as her friend on the show, but she would have Candy. And she also has a new relationship with Portia. So... He's a Kenya? Yeah. Yeah. So I love Candy Portia getting along. I love that. I love Candy and Portia getting along. Listen... No, I said Candy, Candy, oh. Kenya. Oh, I see. I would, I would, I would be here for that too because I do feel like it's just time for all of them to put that beef to bed, and it's time for something new to come about. You know, right? So I'm interested in seeing that. If Phaedra comes back, you know that you know the um, the dynamic between Portia and Ken, Ken Candy will be strained. I well, feel like I, if Phaedra comes back, Candy. Uh, Candy might just be like, I'm gone. <laughs> you know, I don't know because at the end of the day, you know, Candy's about her coins. And, you know, Candy is very much like she can film a lot with her family and still, you know what I'm saying? And she can also coexist and not like the same way she and Portia were in the same places and just didn't yep. say anything to each other. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah. Let me ask you a question, and we'll kind of move on. What's your ideal cast for the next season, given what we know now? Oh, God. And you can, you can only pick, let's say you can only pick seven, because I think they're going to have seven next season. I can only pick seven. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I think it's time to make Marlo a housewife. Really? Yeah, I do. She's in her way. Like, just give it to her. You know what I mean? Just give it to her. Okay. Um, definitely Nene. Because I think what's going to happen is, I think what would happen is, each girl, if there's beef amongst the girls, each girl needs the girl on her side. Right. Okay. So, I think Nene, Phaedra, Marlo, um, Portia for sure. Oh my god, make this. <laughs> um, ooh. I gotta have. Uh, well, I don't know. I love Eva, but I'm not. I mean, I love Eva because when Eva, I think if we're gonna bring Eva back, we need to read even more. Because that that between her and Marlo, that was interesting. Um, I don't know. It's funny because I thought I would miss Kenya more. Uh, no pun intended. I thought I'd miss her more. I kind of don't. 
I'm just happy she's like living her life and just finally got me happy and all this stuff. Always Portia, because Portia's the fave. Um, Portia and me, I, I, I can't do this. What's yours? You answer the question. <laughs> okay, so I would choose Portia, obviously. I would choose Nini. I would choose. I'm gonna say Phaedra. Yes. I'm gonna say Candy. I'm gonna say Eva. I'm gonna say Tanya. I love Tanya. Tanya needs to be my wife. And then I'm gonna say Kenya. I'm gonna make that the seven. And then I'm gonna keep Marlo on as a friend. And then I will probably also keep Shamari as a friend. Like, I like Shamari, but I don't think she really adds enough to the mix. And I feel like I would, I, would, <laughs> I would sort of give her an opportunity to try to, you know, prove herself a little bit more because I feel like those other ladies can be kind of like heavyweights, but, you know. Sophomore year is where you shop. We'll have to see. I mean, she's going to have to drink some more for me to, like, really get on the bandwagon. She's going to have to get into it with more than just Marla. Yeah, like, I need to see her really mix it up with the other ladies. All right, so enough of that. Let's move on to Beverly Hills real quick. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this because I feel like the only thing that's going on on Beverly Hills is this damn dog, Okay. And What's the dog's name? What's the dog name again? Something, Lucy something. Apple <laughs> Juicy. <laughs> All right, look, I, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it no more. Like, at the end of the day, I'm going to give you my thoughts on it. You can share yours. And then we're going to move on to our last topic. But my thoughts on this situation are this. After seeing this episode and then seeing the preview for, the, for next week, these are my thoughts. My thoughts are this. If let's let's say this, Lisa Vanderpump is a very smart woman. Yep. At the end of the day, she's a smart woman. If she has been behind the scenes all these years making the show run like this, then kudos to her for putting for putting her for putting her pedal to the metal and trying to make some shit happen on this show. Right. That's one thing. No, the second thing I have to say is this. You know, Teddy to me is a third tier character on this show. <laughs> I'm, I'm just being very honest with you. I think she's probably a nice woman and she's probably a great friend to hang out with. And I think that she should just be Kyle's friend. You know, the the you know Kyle's friend of the show. I I, I, I really do. I remember what I said just a few minutes ago. Sophomore year is where you shine. So maybe she's really trying to shine by going toe to toe with Lisa Vanderpump. But here's the thing at the end of the day, because so many women have tried before to go up against Lisa Vanderpump. I think that what happens is Lisa Vanderpump has an army of fans, right? And people at Bravo, obviously, and, you know, outside of Bravo, even if they hate her, they love her at the same time. Does that make sense? She's a, she's a power player on that show and across the Housewives board. So... You can try your hardest to go up against her and you might be right. I think that there's a part of Teddy that wants to be right, but I think that there's a part of Teddy that also, you know, at the end of the day, you still, whether or not she orchestrated this behind the scenes, you still got on camera and said, or on the text message and said, bring out the dog, right? 
Right, and she didn't follow through with it all the way, but she... You know, she said she didn't follow through with it, but she still said bring out the dog. But she did own that part. Okay, so... an accountability coach. All right, okay, so with that being said, at the end of the day, just simply say that. It would have been better for Teddy in the long run. I'm just going to be very honest with you. This is my prediction. Based on what we have seen from all everybody before, Brandy, case in point, Eileen, case in point, this is what she should have done. She should have just said, listen, yeah, I did say bring the dog out. You know, my bad. You know, they told me that she wanted me to know about the dog. Now, she should have left it on the Johns and simply let Lisa Vanderpump do her own thing because she is giving the storyline more life. And what happens is, I think, as we know, is on reality TV, when a person harps on the subject for too long, they look like a person that can't get over something. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes, yes. But it, it, it says a lot about character, especially with Lisa Vanderpump, if you are orchestrating this stuff. Like, like it, it's just sort of like, because she's done it to so many people and people have talked about it for so long. And so now the girls think, okay, finally, we're gonna expose her. She did it to me. Oh, absolutely. You can tell all of them are in the background like, ooh, yes, finally, get her, get her. But yes. here's the thing. Even her it, best friend, Kyle. It would be bet and Kyle, but see, here's the thing. I love Kyle, but Kyle knows, like, I think what would be better is if this were Erica Jane, or if this were Lisa Renna, or if this were Kyle, because those are power players on the show. Come on now, like, if you think about it, like, those are the people that everybody kind of gravitates to. Everybody either loves Dorit or hates Dorit, but with Teddy, it's kind of like, she's, 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 she's third string on the team. Like, so even if she does try to go up against Lisa Vanderpump, at the end of the day, we're not gonna really care. Unless this was Erica Jane and she was gunning for Lisa Vanderpump, then this would be a different story. This would be yeah, a battle. It's a trickle-down effect. It's a trickle-down effect because now everybody on the cast is not speaking to her because they're kind well, of seeing her through colors. I don't think it's even that because here's the thing. They know. They know what's happening here. And they're still... Kyle wants this just to go away. Dorit wants this just to go away. Erica's content to still interact with her, but just know who she who she believes that she is. Lisa Renner would still interact with Lisa Vanderpump regardless. So none of them have really stopped messing with her like that. They just didn't want to keep going around with this whole thing about it because they knew, okay, this is how they feel. They feel like she did it. Okay, so they believe it and they're just going to let it go. That's what Kyle has been doing all this time. Okay, but So it's not like they're going to stop talking to her because of Teddy. That ain't the case. Ain't nobody really going to stop talking to her because of Teddy. It's that I think they from, stopped talking to her because she stopped talking to them. That's what I think. And the thing is, I just uh, here's the thing. Would we rather be have this storyline or just be arguing about who's closest friendship again? Because last season was like, oh my God. Like this now, we really they really showed how rich they really are <laughs> last season. And you know <laughs> only thing I, only problem we have is friendship. Here's the thing with the whole dog situation. I, I just need for it to come to a dramatic climax. And I think that dramatic climax is gonna be the 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 thing that Kyle would with Kyle and Lisa Vanderpump and Ken. Now that's the argument that I feel like people wanna see. We really don't care yep. too much about the whole Teddy situation with Lisa Vanderpump because we really 
Teddy, again, nice girl and all, but she, to me, is just Kyle's friend who's tagging along on the show. Like, okay, great, you know? Right um, the show, but because she's John Mellencamp's daughter, she became a housewife. Yeah, it's like, um, is she really that compelling? Is she a star? You know what I mean? Like, she's definitely not legend status like a, you know, like Everybody. a Sonya Morgan or a Kim Richards. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, so there's that. So I'm looking forward to seeing what else happens on this particular season. Um, though I am enjoying it. Let me say that. I don't want to say that I'm not. I'm enjoying the season overall, but I'm, I just can't wait to see what else progresses. Can we move on to Real Housewives of New York okay, right now? Let's start from the very, very beginning. Okay? The very beginning. Every tagline sucks. <laughs> Every tagline sucks. And I don't know what, what it's just so basic. And even we can usually count on Bethany to have a really good tagline. Everybody's tagline sucks this year, except and I texted you last Except Sonia. Listen. Sonia is, is literally a gay man trapped inside of a straight woman's body. She is hilarious to me. I literally, Sonia can never go away from the show simply because she is pure comedy. Pure comedy. Even if she's not getting into it with anybody, she can never go away from it because she's so funny. I sit there and laugh at her hysterically every <laughs> Like, I, to me, this show is bananas. I'm still, I feel like I'm still waiting for it to... <sighs> okay, so I feel like it's missing a little something and no, I'm not going to say Carol. I just think it's missing. It's not, it doesn't seem as fast paced as it has in previous seasons. So I'm kind we've of waiting. Sweetheart, we've only been, what, two episodes in? I know, but I feel like normally the pace is like boom, 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 boom out the gate. So I'm kind of waiting to see because I'll go okay, for instance like this. I feel like we're two episodes in and they've been talking about this clam bake to happen, and we're not even going to get to the clam bake until episode three. That's kind of what I mean. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, okay, oh, how long are we going to talk about this fucking clam bake? And why don't we just get to it already? But I think it's going to be so explosive looking at the trailer. It's going to be so explosive that they're kind of like making you, like feeding you an appetizer and like wait till what's about to happen. As opposed to like Atlanta where nothing happened. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I just need them to, you know, amp it up. Okay, so I want to talk about real quick. Now, Sonya has sold the house. Can we talk about Sonya's weave for a second? Why is it like short in the front and high in the top and all the way down her butt and back? Like I don't know what in the Amy Winehouse is going on with her Brady, hair right now. It's Carol Brady. <laughs> no, it's Amy Winehouse. Remember, Amy Winehouse used to have the like the the swoop bang, the big bouffant, and then a long tail hanging down, and that's exactly what Sonya looks like right now. Okay, but nobody looks better in the promo pictures. Nobody looks better hair wise than um, Luann. I'm so happy she finally got rid of that stupid damn haircut she had for so many years. And then remember, Bethany almost had it one time. And then Bethany put it in. But Bethany, on the actual show where they're holding the apple, Bethany looks incredible. She does look incredible, but you know whose confessional looks the best? Sonia, hands down. That is the only place where that long piece of mangled weave works. Yeah. And her and that white her in that white in that confessional, she looks amazing. Her eyes, um, oh my God, her eyes look so good. 
yeah, clearly when she's done up by her gaze, she looks better. But when she's on left to her own devices, woo! Where is where is Erica Jane's glam squad when you need them? Okay. <laughs> but okay, so this show might be moving slow for you, but I literally I wish next week's episode was on like tonight. Like I cannot wait. Because the repercussion that's going to come from Ramona saying what she said about Dennis. Oh my God. Listen, I I I was okay, so I feel like sometimes Sonia says, I mean Ramona says things that people like have in the back of their minds, but would never say out loud. Nor should you. She should never. Like and that, to me, is like it's not something that I would necessarily think to say, but it's kind of like, oh, girl, I see what you're saying, but you shouldn't have said that. Uh, and, and you know who you said it about. Like, you could have said it about, like, Tinsley, and Tinsley would have been, like, like cried about it. Bethany ain't gonna cry. Well, Bethany's you know what I mean? her through all hell. I, you know what I think, though? I almost think that after last season, Ramona just don't give a fuck. Like, I feel like Ramona at this point is kind of like, you know what? I'm over Bethany kind of like, because I think what she said is something to the effect like Bethany didn't even return her call or something like that. She was like, I don't care. I feel like she's yes, at she that does. point now, though. She, she wants Bethany to I don't like know. I don't know. I think that she might be. I think that in prior seasons, yes. But I kind of feel like she's almost on a, I have to see as the season goes on to see what really happens, but it, that'll be interesting because when she when it when they said it in the preview, I was like, oh snap! Yeah, but even I, but even when like she said even when she said about Luann, she was like, who goes to rehab for fifteen days? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Ramona is a follower. I think she's a follower. I think she really wants the cool kids, the brunettes, to like her, but since they're not gonna like her or since they're not, she's decided to, that whatever war somebody else has with her, she wants to jump on to. I do, I think she want, she would love it if Luann and um, Bethany loved her, were, wanted to be her friend, wanted to be like close to her. She would love that, to have that, even just for a second. I, but I might, she, I might Bethany, would argue, I might would argue with, with the Bethany thing, I don't. I definitely don't think so about the the Luann thing because I don't think she's ever really respected Luann throughout the seasons. No, but I think it, she she. I feel like she she wants that. She wants to respect, especially as a businesswoman of Bethany for sure. She wants. I, def, I I I can see that, but I think with Luann, I feel like she's never really kind of respected Luann that much, and I think that um. I think that the Luann and 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 Bethany thing, in my mind, I feel like that was more out of convenience for the two of them because of the way things were last season. But yeah, I do yeah, think that that I think that that more like fight, but you know they're always going to come back together and respect each other and be fine and cool because they know they're both really strong. Well, I think that that morphed into, I think that an alliance morphed into an actual friendship because. You know, Bethany, I do believe, does care that, you know, Luann, you know, maintains her sobriety. And, you know, I think after the whole Dennis thing, it, I think that that really takes effect on you. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
I would have loved to actually seen, you know, some type of reunion with her and Carol after that because I just think that that would have tied, even if Carol, was, Bethany and Carol. Yeah, I would have liked to see after after Dennis passed. I would have liked to have seen some type of follow up with that to, to because I just think that the way they left it. You think that Carol? I wonder if Carol contacted her with this time. I'm sure she did, but in my mind, I'm like it would have been nice to kind of see them come together because they were such good friends before. Yeah, you think that Jill Zarin, who just went through the exact same thing, would would you know it would make her and Bethany become closer? And if you look at the trailer. Doesn't look like it. Well, you know, that's I'm you know what I'm trying to I'm trying to get Beth uh Jill Zarin on Daily Flash because she actually <laughs> spends a lot of her time down here in Miami. Yeah, you told me. I know. So I really I'm really trying to make that happen. Okay, so do you have any predictions for this coming Okay, so wait. Can we talk Real Housewives of Potomac? Because we are listen, if if my estimates are correct, we will be getting this at 4 p.m. today. Now, this well, podcast, <laughs> this podcast will probably be out by that point in time, but still, it'll be fun to kind of go back and see. What are you expecting anything big from this particular season? Because if a lot of you guys who listen don't know, uh, Riley actually has a long-standing friendship with Monique. Yes, and. Mm -hmm. I would say kind of a budding, a budding friendship with Candace as well. So do you have any expectations from this season? Like, I know you haven't been spilled any tea well, that you, or any, I don't want to see Candace's wedding. Okay. Um, and uh, let's see, we're going to see Candace's wedding. We're going to see, um, uh, Monique give birth, I think. Um, but as far as like friendships and relationships, I'm trying to remember what happened towards the end of like the reunion. Well, I know that I feel like Giselle and Robin were still not on the same page with Monique. I think that Giselle and Karen had kind of worked through some issues during the reunion. I think Giselle and Candace had kind of worked through some issues. At yeah, but I think it came to a point where they mutually like respected each other. Like you know, we, we're not we're not friends. We're not going to be friends. You know, as far as like Monique and, and Giselle. Um, but the whole thing with Karen—that's what I want to see the dynamic between. Because I feel like they always want to knock this woman off of her like. You know what I mean? There's always a Nene or Lisa Vanderpump of the of the group, and they just don't want this woman to happen. <laughs> you know, I don't. <laughs> I think that I, I I cannot even tell you what the deal is with Karen. I, what I do know is that Karen, to me, is the unintentional comic relief on the show. Um, <laughs> I don't think she. No, I don't think she means to come across as it but it's so she is hilarious to me like all last season that wig coming off oh my god like oh my god that was the word <laughs> <laughs> and her laugh her laugh like there are gifts out there with her laugh and I've been meaning to try to get it because I want to insert it in this show okay um, but I just thought of something you know what's gonna be big, and because I, you know, live here and am friends with them and all this stuff, whatever. You know what's gonna be big? 
because this happened while they were taping the whole incident with Ashley and Michael and the cameraman. I feel like they're gonna yeah. that's gonna cross into the whole like it's gonna break the fourth wall a little bit because that was a big scandal here. One. I am excited about that. And I feel like, you know, because Ashley's pregnant now, I wonder how that's going to change the way she interacts with a lot of the other women who are already moms. And, you know, because everyone seems on social media and everything seems to be happy with it, you know. Um, and, and I know that she and, and Monique had had problems or whatever in the past. But, you know, um, I've heard Monique say, you know, like they're they're good. Like, you know, they've interacted, they're friends. You know, there's she's very. I know Monique's very happy for her being pregnant, and you know, and they she's met Monique's baby. So, and Monique actually had a conversation with me about it. So, about you know the fact that she was announcing her pregnancy because around the time, um, because she just announced her pregnancy not too long ago, but I feel like they're still filming a few bits and pieces here and there. Oh, they um, probably are. They yeah, probably are. Things are still happening, and they're not completely finished editing. I'm pretty sure. I'm yeah. not from what I know. I'm just kind of guessing. Um. um I, I'm I'm just I know that we are gonna see Katie back because I got to interview her while she was down here in Miami. At the time, you know, she was pregnant. Um and oh, I think that yeah, but she lost the baby and there was a whole thing with her on Instagram because I guess when she had the um when she lost the baby, her boyfriend took a photo of her laying on the floor in a puddle of blood or something like it was very scary. And I did reach out to her to check on her, haven't heard back from her yet. So and funny um, you should actually say that because I actually talked to Katie. Um, I don't even if, if I even told you this, like via like um, uh, like DM Instagram. Um, when that whole scandal came out about, well, it's not even a scandal, but when she was talking about her domestic violence. Yeah, yeah, because she, yeah. she hit me up about that. Yeah, but we didn't get a chance to talk after that because you know the whole, I guess you know. It seemed like her world had come kind of crashing down, at, you know, with that whole situation. But, but it looks like she's part of, of the season if she's on the show. Then. I think so, too. And we know that Sharice will not be back. I heard that they asked her to come back, but she declined. So that there will be a void there unless somebody else comes in and they just, you okay, know, I, I, I got to ask, ask you this, your yeah. opinion. Do you think that Sharice's not being on the show is a a... Um, a contingency on her divorce like how much she shares about her personal life is a part of like how much like a gag I, I think I think how much she was willing to share um, was definitely a piece of why she is not on the show as a as a main cast as a main cast I think that I like, think, you know what? protect your money. Like if it's gonna mess up your money, you know, for your settlement, then for sure. Yeah, and I think that because according to what I I've heard, she was one of the first characters who was invited to be on the show. Right. So I think it's probably like a little bit of a slap in the face to her. Um, but at the same time, I understand how Bravo works and they want everything. <laughs> like they they just want a full story and because you know she doesn't have right she wants a full they want a full story so you know if she's not able to give that then they really don't have that much choice but um i don't know you know i think it was her decision not to come back as a friend anymore but 
you know, I think as a friend, you've got to be willing to bring it. And I think that she's just not in a space where she wants to be that girl. Right. Yeah. You know, she's not willing to be a Marlo. You know what I'm saying? Of course not. Like, she, she's, I think she's got a bigger personality than that, a bigger life than that. And oh, absolutely. I agree. If you're I an agree. original, if you're an original, like being a friend to the show, like I'm sure that, that um, Sheree felt the same way. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's kind of like, you know, would you really, you know, to me it's, but it's a, it, to me, it's a money thing at a certain point. It's like, you know, it, it will this, if I'm on this show and I'm making a day rate, sometimes that day rate can be a good rate for you to, you know, continue making money and continue to keep your brand out there. You know, I get it. I would do it, you know, and uh, if I felt right about it, let me say that. If I felt right about it, I would do it. Otherwise, I wouldn't. Um, all right. So let's sign off for this week because I know you've got another show to do and I've got some work I need to get done. And I want to edit this and put it out. And, you know, hopefully we'll have that that ROP trailer out. Before we go, tell everybody where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram at Riley Knox. That's two X's. And you guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at DJ Richie Scott and also YouTube at DJ Richie Scott. Hopefully my videos will be uploaded by the time you guys hear this. Um, and we're going to sign off for this week and we will be back next week with more shenanigans. We're going to talk more hot topics and all that good stuff. So stay tuned and we will see you guys later. Bye.